All right. Um, welcome to the Anabuddies podcast, a podcast that contains spoilers, um, shit opinions, and a little bit of bad language. Uh, so Probably if you've a not lot watched the show in the title, and you have no intention to watch the show in the title, or sorry, if you have an intention, God damn it, we have to refucking cut the whole no, thing. No, I no, like we're it. We're going to keep I all like that it. in. We're keeping it in. Authenticity. <laughs> yeah, just cut it right there, and that's it. That's the disclaimer. So if you watch the show in the title, or if you fucking, yeah. if you wanted to watch the show in the title, God damn it. Fair enough. Yeah. I have a question, guys. Yeah. I also had a question. Okay. Ask them both at the same time. You can go first. Well, Matthew, my good buddy, when you picked ping pong, did you know how similar it was to skate, or was that just a coincidence? Um, I'd like to think it was coincidental, but I don't know. It, uh, it felt damn close. You're right. That's fair. It literally felt almost exactly the same, except for Reki ends up winning. So my thinking was that it was a sports anime with like a a bromance aspect. Uh, at least you know the surface understanding that I had of ping pong the animation prior to selecting it for the list. Um, but it's something I'd been wanting to watch for a while, and I don't know what about it. It just seemed hilarious to me. I think it's mostly the art style. But that ended up growing on me over time in like a serious way. So yeah, let's let's call it coincidental. Also, Matt's favorite character, Cosma. Alright, we'll proceed. Damn, that's that's bold. <laughs> um so welcome to the Antibodies podcast. We uh that's my question. Oh fuck, dude. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> let's do that. What's what's your question, Alex? Dude, I'm a mess right um, now. Fuck, dude. Uh, it's all right. It's all right. Um, okay, so if you took oh, five well. random Digimon and five random Pokemon and put them in a death battle, who do you think would win? Pokemon. Um, yeah. Just because of the overwhelming chance of getting a shitty Digimon. Yeah, I think there's way more what shitty Digimon. Mean? Well, actually, there's a lot of shitty Pokemon well, now with yeah, all the new ones they added. Shitty, yeah, are we? There's a lot of shitty Pokemon too. Are you are we comparing like lethality, or just in terms of the way you feel about their appearance? Because as shitty sure as as sure shitty lethality. as as shitty as fucking uh, Vanillux, the ice cream Pokemon is. <laughs> It would absolutely be lethal compared to, you know, like 90% of the baby Digimon forms. And even the biggest, baddest Digimon, almost all of them have a baby bullshit form. So it's like, I don't know, even like the lower end Pokemon, I feel like are better than the lower end Digimon is basically what it boils down to. Alex, is this your way of saying you recently watched the Pokemon versus Digimon death battle? No, is that actually a thing? Yeah, dude, it's by Rooster Teeth. God damn it, no. There's not not ten, though. It's one new one. No, I feel like it's... No, it's gotta be a random five, because, like, 
sure there's like Arceus and shit, but there's like a whole like trio pantheon of Digimon gods that are not to be fucked with. So like it's really oh, yeah. give or take. Well, yeah, but really. you said random. Yeah, like so when it's like, random, yeah, I'm looking so. at like the overwhelming chance of getting a bad Digimon <laughs> compared to a bad Pokemon, and even a bad Hold Pokemon on. being a favorite. Also, outcome. if or do the Digi like, is, are the are the Pokemon gonna like wait? Because in Digimon, you have to go through like the breeding oh, phase before you can hatch, so you have like a <laughs> oh, two shit. turn like waiting period before you can even attack. Fuck, never mind. I can see it. I I just looked up how many Digimon there are. There's over one. There's there's over fourteen hundred Digimon. There's like well, eight hundred ninety-two yeah, exactly Pokemon. That. Yeah, there's just by sheer numbers, you're gonna pull a more shitty Digimon more times than not. But carry on. And the breeding phase. Don't forget the breeding phase. Um, That's only in the card game, and you act like there's not a breeding phase in Pokemon. What the fuck are Pokemon eggs? Not in the battles. They've never had a breeding phase in battles. Not in the card game, but I'm not going off the card game. Anyways, Matt, tell us who we are. Yeah, so uh, to the best of my knowledge, we uh, we are the best buddies of the Anna Buddies Ping Pong Hall. Um, you see, we've got we've got the uh, damn. I couldn't think of any good nicknames. Right. I, I was gonna say I'll dragon, but minutes. then I remembered that's already Kazuma's nickname. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can we'll call just me skip Nighthawk. that. Yeah, exactly my point. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I guess we can just cut around that. I don't fucking know anymore. Um. <laughs> Well, if you didn't know before you clicked on the link, we're the Anabuddies, uh, and we're we're here to talk about Ping Pong the Animation, an animation in which men hit a very small, very light ball back and forth over a smaller yeah. net. But before we talk about that, uh, if you could go on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on, Give us five stars and say some kind words about one or all of us. We would greatly appreciate it. It helps with the podcast. Yeah, God, I could really use those stars right now, you guys. But uh, enough about me and my need for stars. What have my fellas been up to this week? Let's start uh, with Alex here, because he's the tallest. Oh, well... uh I've been mildly busy this week. Um, I watched um, all of Blood Lad. Um, for some reason, I really like that show, even though it's probably not very good. Uh, I watch Pledging Angel uh, Doruko-chan. That show is not good. Um, nobody should watch that show. <laughs> and I watched um, about Matt half you of the second anime. season. <laughs> I hope not. I can see it though. He um, recognizes yeah, I watched my half. shit-eating laugh. <laughs> hey, I I can tell he's seen it. Um, fucking, I watched uh, like half of the second season of Welcome to Demon School. Irumakun. Still, you know, an enjoyable time for myself. Just a good little background show there. And then I also watched uh, some of SSS Gridman, and I'm also really liking that show. Um, 
And I just hope that the ending doesn't shit the bed because I also want to watch SSS Dinazenmon uh, once I finish. How about you, Jacob? Um, well, much like my buddy Alex, but not with Blood Lad, something that is slightly better critically received, but still probably not great. Uh, I read up to the part where it's out in the omnibus format of Gantz, which is like the first 21 volumes, and uh, very enjoyable, but not very well written. Uh, So surprising that I'm enjoying it so much, but it's just got action, it's got titties, and it's got uh, some good moments that redeem the poor writing, but they're not properly built up. Because I feel like if they were properly built up, this could be a very, very good manga. But instead, it's just, like, pretty good. Um, Yeah. Alongside that, uh, I got something I'm very excited for, which is uh, the the much-anticipated manga release of Freerin Beyond Journey's End which is a very good fantasy manga from what I've heard. And it got an English release, uh, I believe this week. Um, actually that was supposed to release November 9th. So I guess I got it early because it came in today. That's pretty cool. Um, looking forward to reading that. Uh, also been reading some Barakamon, which after being snubbed from season one because my good buddy Alex here told me I wouldn't like it. Um, it's not I'm good. now going to add it to spite him. No. He didn't even watch the anime. He just you read were, like uh, the first few chapters of the manga, which also were very good. We were not and supposed to I, like Flowers of Evil either. Yeah, uh, dude, I don't think Alex knows us at all. Matt, you're going to oh, like Barakamon. Is that like a Digimon that is stronger than the weak Pokemon. No, Matt, I need you to bear with me here, right? Because I already know I, I'm gonna maybe like I'm, claws that come out of his wrists. Matt, I'm gonna explain this, and you're just gonna and like it. It's okay? also from hell. So, first scene, we have a dude. He's a calligrapher, and this guy insults like this old fucking dude with a cane insults his work. And you know how he reacts to it? He punches him in his old stupid fucking face. Oh my god. And then is he it goes as dramatic as the first time Eris punches Rudy in the face? Uh, kind of. Oh my and then god! He gets, he gets sent off yeah. to an island where he's gotta he's gotta learn to like Punch old get a little deeper with more discretion. His, yeah, basically he's gotta like <laughs> rediscover his roots or some shit. Uh, just you know, he's he's gotta disconnect a little bit and work on his calligraphy, and then. You know, we just got all these cute little country bumpkins, and he's this little city boy doing his calligraphy, and they're all, like, making fun of him for doing his calligraphy and teaching him good southern living. I don't know if it would really be southern since it's in Japan, but, you know, I mean, what we know is southern. It's southern to them. Would, yeah. Yeah, is, yeah, is that something they do in southern Japan as well, is agriculture? I don't know what region of Japan it is, but it's yeehaw as fuck. <laughs> it's like the middle of fucking nowhere. It's, you know, it's like you and then a city. Like, imagine a guy that, like, does calligraphy for a living, just comes and lives with you. 
I would find that unacceptable. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why you're going to read about it instead of have it actually happen. Yeah, seems about yeah. right. In the same but, way, uh, I would find it unacceptable to uh, to be given superpowers despite being very, born without them. It's a very good comedy. Um, unlike something else Is that I read a this hero week. reference? Maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a very good comedy, which made it very gross to me when I read a not so good comedy that came out this week called uh, Shohin or Show Shoha. What what the fuck is this piece of garbage called? Shoha Shoten, which did not the the ha in there is the closest you will get to laughing from reading it because it's very fucking bad. Um, yeah, it's it's like a it's like a, a manga about stand up comedy, and it's got like a shonen cliche in there where the dude's like, "Yeah, I was gonna do comedy with my friend, but he died." Oh, is that the one? <laughs> yeah, dude, it was. It's it's illustrated by the guy that did Death Note with a story written by someone else, and like with a story written by Tim Robinson. <laughs> dude, it's so fucking bad. <laughs> like, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, is he gonna say what disease? Is he gonna go more into depth on this? No. Nope. Just no, it's my, just a I was gonna do comedy with my friend, and then he died of a disease. And then also they're like, we want like their goal is to be the funniest high schoolers in Japan. Cause that's it's like take all the shonen action <laughs> cliches and then put it into a stand-up comedy manga. It's it's so fucking bad, first of all. And it's like you know how you know how if you're dumb it's really hard to write smart characters? Sure. Like if you're not funny, you can't write funny characters. So why are you writing a manga about stand-up comedy? <laughs> I, I don't get it, man. That fucking Death Note joke I sent you was one of the dumbest things I have ever fucking read. Oh my god, I forgot about <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I would not have laughed at that. I would not have laughed at that when I was 11. (laughs) Okay, but you're laughing at it now, just in the the wrong way. I'm I'm laughing as I share it with my buddy Matthew (laughs) and Alex on a podcast. Oh, I'm reading it now. It's so bad. (laughs) Yeah, it was not a good time. Like, it's uh, not even formatted well. God damn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How about you, Matt? Well, how, what have you been uh, up to? It's been a week, you know. Aside from watching ping pong the animation, I uh, I myself have been doing a little bit of light reading. Back on that shield hero Would grind. You like to share what you've been reading? No. What? Isn't this how jokes work? <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I've, I've been doing a little bit of reading, uh, I, I'm back on that My Hero grind, actually. The Shield Hero is dead to me. Oh, but um, season two up. got announced. Yeah, no, it's, it's just dead to me, it's fine, like, Did something happen? It. No. Like, did you just not care enough and are just gonna watch it instead? I... Was it the time travel? 
a little bit. Time travel is Spear Hero. I yeah, think. like I went back to Shield Hero, like regular Shield Hero from Spear Hero because of all the time travel and wanting to at least understand, you know, where they are when they're jumping around. Um, mm. But no, I just, I woke up one day, I read like half of a chapter and I, I just closed the tab I was using to pirate the manga. And, you know, it's fine. I, I don't feel any worse for it. I don't know. Uh, so, I, I've been getting back on the My Hero grind. And uh, can we just talk about what, what, what would happen if All Might gave one for all to Stars and Stripes? Like, would he have uh, just made God Dio. incarnate? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically. Just, oh no, she'll Pretty die at much, 45. Yeah. She'll also fix every problem the world has ever had by the time she's 20. And be jacked without True. using a rule on it. Yeah, pretty much. I so, don't know. Probably a just, good thing uh, he didn't. I mean, probably not a good thing he didn't for the purposes of the world probably a good thing for the sake of the story existing though i just that's fair uh what do you think shigaraki is going to choose as his new name um dude that's a tough one because i'm still not a hundred percent sure like he's he's not done transforming like mentally like yeah, i don't uh, think he's full like Hey, like know. matured into I his know, new we, state, I guess. We cannot, we cannot go full <laughs> MHA spoilers in the so fucking intro join of us our this podcast. week when we talk about the <laughs> <laughs> dedicate our whole episode to My Hero Academia's latest edition. Uh, is it three thirty-three or three thirty-four? I don't remember oh, no. the number. I guess whenever y'all get caught up to One Piece, we can do a My Hero episode. Dude, honestly, we might actually just do a My Hero episode so I can make Jake watch Season 5 again. I haven't watched Season 5 in the first place. You didn't watch the joint training arc? I've not watched a single episode. Oh, you poor boy. That arc sucks. That that might be it. But, uh, no, yeah. There's a lot of better anime out there than My Hero. I did a little bit of reading this week. Yeah, like Ping Pong. uh, (laughs) Ping Pong is real good, dudes. Not even as an anime. I think <laughs> I think just in general, ping pong well, is good. How about you tell us what you did so we can get into ping pong, Matthew? Well, that's the thing. I just did a little bit of reading. And other than that, it's just been regular old shit. That, that was all my right. big announcement well, is that I read my, words. Uh, uh, all right. Did you just well, read Matt, My Hero? Pretty much. It was, uh, like I said, okay. light reading. <laughs> That is pretty light. Okay, sorry. It's so light. It was like three <laughs> chapters. Maybe next. I'm join so us sorry. next week when Matt reads a good guys. <laughs> no, I uh, I promised myself I'd start Vinland Saga. I didn't start Vinland Saga. Um, so that'll have to be between this episode and the next episode. And then next episode, I'll tell you guys how last week I watched Vinland Saga. And so I'll have to watch March Comes in like a lion, too, which is probably going to hit very hard after Ping Pong. I'm glad I watched that before Ping Pong. 
Well, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Time to uh, picture in picture this bad boy. But uh, let's talk about some ping pong, Matt. Yeah, let's talk about some ping pong. <laughs> so. Yeah. A number one. <sighs> ping pong is not only an anime. It was adapted from a manga. Um, I, uh, I did the title, not. Ping pong the animation. Hey, how about you let me direct this episode, mister? Oh, you are. Hence the, I just got it. Hence I'm the title, Ping not... Pong the Animation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Good work. Thanks, I couldn't have done it without you. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, I'm a dumb, dumb idiot boy, and I did not bother to track down the writer. Tayo Matsumoto. Um, oh my god, you're so great. I love you. Love you too. <laughs> Um, so written by Taiyo Matsumoto, uh, produced by, well, honestly, a whole host of names. Uh, Aniplex, I think, is the really big one, mostly because who cares? No, about I don't care Fuji who gave TV. money to this. No, you totally <laughs> no, do just... because it came from Fuji TV. They did like One Piece or some shit. As um, nice as it was for them to give the money, <laughs> I, I don't care listen, that they listen, did. Listen, it I was. Would... They had backers. This is what I'm trying to get at. They had. I would like to point out one producer, um, and that being Science Saru, because that's actually the uh, director's main um, studio that he founded and works with. So, Mm. uh, I've talked. I've talked enough about Masaki Uwasa on this podcast, um, but you know he had faith enough in this project to you know put his own money on the line with it as well. Um, we, we talked about them earlier, did we not? This, in season one? Yes, uh, they did, uh, Devilman. Yeah, I believe yeah. that's, that's when we initially added Ping Pong the Animation to the list for season two. Was well, I after... think that's when you wanted to do Ping Pong. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that, you know what, that was my moment of inspiration. That was my muse, as, uh, and a certain evil flower would have said. You hated this a lot less than Devil Man, it seems. Dude, I there's no way to even put the word hate and this into the same sentence. Like I can't even say I didn't hate this because I liked it so much. It was actively a pleasure to watch. I hate that it's such a complete story there'll never be a season two. Yeah, I mean, with I that massive any time skip material. at the end, it's it's basically like this is what you get, even though you don't get the full on resolution of uh, Pecco's storyline. You you kind of get the implication. It's only fifty five chapters, um, so not a lot. But uh, as far as production goes, you know, it was uh, it was made by Tatsunoko Production. They're uh, they're the gang that brought you Neon Genesis, which it's Half pretty it. cool. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Not all of it, some of it, much of it even. Um, honestly, the good half I, or the bad half. We we don't probably the running out of money half. They're both good halves in my opinion. Agreed. Wait, Matt, have you seen Ava? Some of it. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am, 
seen it all. I'm a guy that likes mech anime, but I find it really hard to watch long mech animes. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I get what you mean. I know what you mean. I think that's why, like, Tengen Tapa was so good with me early on, Gurren Lagann. Mm. Um, it it was pretty pretty self contained within less than thirty episodes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, much like Ping Pong, the animation, eleven episodes wraps itself up with a neat little bow. That's pretty hype. Um, but yeah, no, about Ping Pong, like oh. before before Wait, I can, I, can got, I say one yeah, more thing words. about the studio. Please. Uh, the only other show that I know that they've done all of is C, The Possibility of Money and Control. That show is not good. It doesn't know how to just stick to one animation style. The concept okay. is fine. The colors are fine. The character designs are fine. But like the other parts of the show, fuck it. I'm so upset that I bought that bitch on Amazon. Right. Carry on. <laughs> well, now that Alex has went on a tangent, I feel like now might be a good time to share with you guys that in the interest of time um rather than watch ping pong the animation i actually watched ping pong the 2002 live action version oh did you actually i kind of want to watch that now that i know that it exists yeah, is that actual no yeah, i did not thing. watch that but it is Movie a thing. Night. <laughs> does Pecco have lime green shoes he's got a bowl cut. fucking better good <sighs> I mean, yeah, the bull cut's kind of necessary. It's like family. Is it on YouTube? <laughs> if it's but, not, I'm sure no you can way. pirate it. Yeah, it's man. on YouTube. Give us, give us some of that info. Yeah, little bit of info. Um, funnily enough, this this was a 2014 anime, despite the art style looking like it was, uh, you know, hand drawn while I was in the womb back in the early 90s. It's got uh, character. But that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Like, very often there are references to flying, or one of the characters making references to wanting to fly. And every time that they kind of animate, like, the bird in that visualization of it, it's it's very clear, like, with the shading and everything, where it doesn't... It doesn't stay in the lines all the time. It doesn't bother to completely fill in all the blanks. Um, it's it's not necessarily minimalistic in my opinion, but it's I don't know, a little bit offbeat and like very clearly intentional. But uh, there's something about it that just gosh darn works. Especially when you get to look at Demon's Eyes, uh, Sakuma. <laughs> Those things are at nearly a 90 degree angle to his glasses. I agree. <laughs> um, but about past experiences and, you know, everything we had as far as uh, preconceived notions. Um... You know, I, I kind of gave a little bit of background on it earlier in the recording, but uh, what about you, dudes? What about you, Jakey? What was your first uh, first touch uh, with ping pong? Didn't know shit about it. I'd seen the manga in stores before, and I was like, oh boy, that looks... Uh, uh, eh. 
ping pong manga as I feel about uh, 90% of sports manga I see. Uh, I assume they are bad until they prove me otherwise because a lot of sports manga is bad. Um, It is very easy to fit shonen cliches into sports as they are already naturally competitive. Um, There is a lot of good sports anime. There's also a lot of bad sports anime. There's also stuff like uh, Grand Blue, which, while a sports anime, is not really a sports anime. Or I guess I should say manga for this one. Uh, But, you know, turns out, actually, pretty good. Um, After Matt added it to the list, I actually took a thorough look and saw that it was actually supposed to be pretty good. Um, later I found out that it is very similar to March comes in like a lion, which was very good. Um, I, they, it's weird to me how they are very similar and yet they evoke very different emotions because this, this felt like cool and hyped. It was like powerful. Now March comes in like a lion is powerful, but it just made me feel depressed. Um, it was very sad, you know, that one, that one hit, they, they hit very different despite having a very similar premise with the whole, like, Hey, you got to have talent and you got to work hard. And sometimes, you know, someone that works less hard than you is just going to be better than you. But, uh, that is how it be. Yeah. What about what about you, Alex? Tell me tell me your experience with ping pong. Prior. Um I've literally heard about this show for years. Um and I've always like had an interest in it cuz ping pong's one of the like three sports that I actually thoroughly enjoy playing. Um so of course I'm going to, you know, want to, you know, see that represented. Um but I just, for some reason, never decided to watch it, probably because up until recently, I didn't have Funimation, and it just never, like, crossed my mind on, like, shows to watch. Um, but throughout the years, I've watched a lot of things from the director uh, of the show, so, you know, going into it, I had pretty pretty high hopes, you know, he normally doesn't let me down, and I gotta say, it definitely lived up to all the hype, Um and it's just real, real fucking good. And the soundtrack, I've listened to that like five times now this week. Yes. Love it. Yes. Oh, my God. Like, every, it, it all hits. It's it's just really good. And I'm excited to, to be able to talk about it today. Yeah, so. I'm actually off of what Alex said. I'm in a, I'm in a weird boat with this where it feels both over and underrated to me. Um, which might just be about the circle, but, like, it's one of those things where, like, not a lot of people know about it, so it's kind of under the radar. Um, I feel sort of similarly about Link Click and Odd Taxi, where it's, like, the they're not super popular, but the people that know about them are overhyping it so much because they want it to be more popular. 
like and i don't think they'd have that exact attitude if it was as popular as it should be based on its quality right well yeah just looking at the numbers on uh on my anime list it's ranked 67 but popularity it's number 537 so you know it's just a case of the small sample size being you know kind of kind of something that's inflating its rating a little bit i think um that said you know i i would rate it higher than the my anime list score but you know a little bit of a spoiler i, I think i guess. i think i might actually too but it's still like when a, a lot of that is partially because all of these people giving it like tens and then there's a lot of like between twos and fours because people are like i think if people went into this blind like the lowest you'd ever give this is like a six but because people are like this is one of the best anime of all time and then you watch it and it's just not for you then you're like right okay, this is like right a, very much like, like the way it's four. presented yeah like how you probably wouldn't have death note as your worst anime of all time if people didn't <laughs> tell you to watch it forever <laughs> I gave it so many chances. You gave it all the chances, so your score is justifiable. I don't know. It's no? it's like it's like when you finally break up with that guy who's been punching you in the face for way too long. I'm sorry. What are you doing? <laughs> <Matt>? <laughs> Anyways. Uh, let's, let's get on and talk about some ping pong here after a, uh, a brief message from our lovely sponsor named Anchor. Right. Yeah, I guess we can do who you would suggest this anime to. Okay, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, mosey on our way. And, uh, well, who would you fellas recommend this anime to? If, uh... Goddamn well... everybody. I wouldn't go that far, but um, <laughs> let me take a note from the Flowers of Evil real quick. What did I? Oh, if you don't like stuff that looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's get so, over it. Like, I, I don't like stuff that looks like shit, and I really enjoyed this. Uh, but like some people, there's, dude, it, there's a point where like, uh, Sakuma's face is just nightmare fuel. No, stop <laughs> it! <laughs> like, every time he's on the screen, dude, I... <laughs> this is very much... He looks much, like a uh, Twitch streamer. Dude, he's... Um... What the fuck is the name of that show? Uh... You gonna say Lil Bill uh, again? Met... No, not Little Bill. This doesn't quite look like Little Bill. Um, okay, it so... It looks kind of like Little Bill. If, if you're around the age cardboard. I am... Yeah, if you're around, like, age 23 or so, there is probably a stage in your life where, you know, you were up late and you turned on Cartoon Network and you were wanting to see something and Don't it wasn't your normal cartoons. Don't compare it to It was Squid Adult Billies. Swim. No, it's not, yeah, it's not actually Squidbillies. They're, I mean, that's one of them. But the one that I'd actually use is... Uh, you guys ever watch Metalocalypse? 
Oh, I love that show. Yeah. Yeah. That is like I would see that when I was like eight or nine years old, and I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> and some good like, shit. It's it's just kind of that thing where it's like it's it's ugly and it makes like the surreal things that are happening in the animation like it sort of dehumanizes them a bit but also like it's weird because that same animation style kind of like makes things seem a little more realistic in this but also everyone's just so fucking ugly like literally everyone the lips in particular just look so gross um like I don't know. It's not ugly in like the sense that you can't appreciate the art style a bit, but it is ugly in the fact that everything looks cursed. Um, there are a lot of characters that are just straight up nightmare fuel. Um, it also plays to the humor a little bit because there's a point where Hoshino literally is not recognizable at all because <laughs> he gets tan and dyes his hair, and you can only really recognize it's the same character by the voice. Um, <laughs> It's uh it's interesting. Also, like they made the eyeballs so realistic as well. That's the real scary part. Every like close up on Hoshino where they show like his eyeballs, it like it's so scary looking. And the OP where they have uh his eyeballs like really they're really focused on him while he like blows that bubble and the gum pops all over his face. Yeah, at the very end of it. Yeah, it's it's a little spooky. But uh, yeah, you know, so if you can get over who, that, who would you I would... recommend this show to again? People that like can handle stuff that looks like shit, or <laughs> um, if you're not gonna have nightmare fuel from this, people I would not su- suggest this to. If you're like really fucking anal about needing everything to look on the up and up i would just read the manga for this it's not going to be as hype because you're not going to have the music with it and also the animation in this uh despite the art style the animation itself is very fucking good um which is weird because those usually go like hand in hand but not in this case uh no dude that dragon when (laughs) kazuma's at the table is fucking sick and the lightning is so good um yeah it, it, it and also if you really like if you like sports anime um if well let me what are what are some of the hype ones uh Hajime no Ippo um that one is really hype if you liked that definitely this is going to be up your alley um I haven't seen Haikyuu but from what I've heard, this is pretty similar. If you like sports anime at all, you'll like this. It'll be a good time. Uh, that's a perfect segue because that's exactly who I would recommend this anime to is anybody that likes sports anime, even if they don't like ping pong as a sport, I feel like they will still find a way to enjoy this anime. Yeah, um, I don't dislike ping pong, but like I, I don't really love it either, so... And I, I, mean, I was able to get behind it. That's the thing. It's not about the subject. It's you know, it's about the uh, it's about the anime itself. The I will story, say, if you will, I didn't know 
I, I did not ever consider that, like, while I knew that physical conditioning is important in any sport, I did not consider how important, like, cardio would actually be in ping pong. Because you're going back and forth a lot. And, like, I never considered... I know that those motions do that. It just never went into my head that, like, you know, if you're competing... Because when I play ping pong, I'm playing against someone that's, like, equally unexperienced and shit. So it's not going very fast. Definitely not a lot of back and forth. It's like maybe we hit it back three times and someone gets scored on. But an actual ping pong, that shit is going to be some cardio. Like, against another competent well, player. It's, it's very much closer to, like, real tennis. Um, at least when, you know, good I'd players say are playing. Well, definitely yeah, in harder. terms of hand-eye coordination, faster. definitely. Well, no, um, like on I just cardio, in terms of like cause... requirements and like athleticism. Um, yeah, because like that, know. the back and forth with like a shuttle stopping, we we get to see it with the knee thing, but like stopping and going back, that shit is like definitely more straining on your body and your cardio than tennis, where you have a wider field and you're doing longer strides. The ball's smaller, so it's going to be traveling slower. Right. Well, not only that, you you have your entire like range of motion to use that racket, but with the paddle, you you specifically have to be able to hit it with the right side that you have, you know, I guess, equipped or the proper side you have equipped to make the right shot to get it back on the table because you have so much less room to actually operate with in terms of what you're aiming for. Um, yeah, so basically, if you play uh, tennis, grow up, be a big boy, and go play ping pong instead. <laughs> yeah, put on your big boy pants and play on the smaller court. But, uh, oh yeah, and then we got some predictions to make. I already made one for Matt. Fairly confident yeah. in it. It's a pretty good prediction. He's a big, bald bro. Um, I need to make one for Alex, but... I'll let you guys go first since I threw mine out there. Yeah, uh, Alex, let's let's hear your uh, shoots. Uh, you know, for uh, for Matt, I'm going to. Uh, I'm not sure why I'm going to go with uh, Sakuma. I'm just looking at his face. That Same was going to be my vote for Matt. Yeah, that was going to be my honorable mention. Yeah, it, it could and, be uh, Kong Sakuma or Kazuma for Matt. And honestly, like, yeah. even even four eyes mm. isn't a bad pick. Mm. And for Jacob, old man Joe, butterfly Joe. Yeah, Damn. we'll go with butterfly this guy Joe. Really thinks I'd pick Joe two weeks in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa Joe two point Hey, when they're both good old Joes, you know. What about you, Matt? Yeah. Well, I uh, I think, Jacob, I think your favorite character is going to be Tsukamoto, uh, a.k.a. Smile, the man who never smiles. Mm. Um, I wanted to say Pico, Peko, but uh, I, I don't think he likes a cocky MC the way I do. And uh Don't you hate a lot of cocky MCs. <laughs> what cocky MCs do I hate? Um, all the JoJo's ones. 
Uh, that's different. <laughs> I mean, you definitely like <laughs> yeah. Goku. Goku's pretty rad, but also he's you... not even in my top like five for Dragon Ball characters. He better not be. Only uh, because he is less cocky than Vegeta. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> you know I love that forehead full of angst. <laughs> hey, it's just because he's short. He's got something to prove. He's got so much to prove. You know, I've heard he might even be the prince of all Saiyans. But uh, what you, you know, I heard Alex, he has uh, uh, an ultra ego. <laughs> Um, I think, Alex, I think your favorite character is Kong. That's a good guess, actually. He's, uh, he's right. so overwhelmingly cool. And that whole bit where, like, he introduces the team to his mom and, you know, they kind of become like a little family themselves is so mega wholesome and I feel like that's a moment that would probably tug at your heartstrings almost as much as mine. Well, All right. Well, you'll, you'll hear my opinions. We'll hear um, opinions. Matt's, Matt's favorite character, Cosma, because he is bald. He's the dragon. Um, he's also just, he's so good that he hates the game <laughs> until someone makes it challenging for him. Um. I could go on and on. This was quite tough until, like, the very last bit where I'm like, because Kazuma was real, real persuading, because, you know, but at the end, I'm like, okay, it's got to be Kazuma after this shit. Um, Sakuma was definitely honorable mention because of the Elvis hair. Because uh, <laughs> if Matt... If Matt loves one thing more than uh, a baldy, it's a guy that comes back with stupid-ass fucking hair and just gives gives up on everything. Good luck, Dojo fans. Hey, you can't say that. Alex, he's going to fuck you up. That's the only thing you can say to him. Um, Kong... Was a bit persuading early, but I never bought in because I'm like, there's, well, like, yeah. If 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 okay, it was all but just like episode one to Kong's with Kong, theme. yeah, Kong's theme is sick. I really like the hero's theme too that they play at the end for oh. Peko. Oh, the hero reprise. Yeah, when he's playing against no. Kazuma. When, uh, like, you mm. get the little flashback and it starts off as Smile humming, and then he's like, Yeah, it's the hero song. I wrote it. And then it becomes <sighs> instrumental and just builds uh, hype. Alex, I haven't even picked your favorite character. You don't but have also, to. We already know his it. favorite character. I think I'm going to no, guess. It, but you also, are... Four yeah. Eyes what is was it? very, not for you, Four Eyes was very persuading because that one's like actually Matt. Because the countless times where he has just not tried at all to what I think might have been just to make me think that I was better. You know, he didn't want to beat me because then, you know, I'll get better and there will be an actual dynamic. He just wants to fuck off. 
Uh, he's um, doing it for fun. He doesn't care about being the best. But uh, Alex's favorite character, I think, is uh, Grandma Ping Pong. Um, oh, dude, she was a cutie back in her day. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's uh, not yeah. wrong, though. Well, now, uh, now we get down to business. <clears throat> well, it's uh, it's not a particularly long story. Only eleven episodes, we gotta and it really only covers the span of about two years. Yeah, uh, Matt, do, do we gotta know about these songs? Do we? Yeah, yeah, because I actually want to talk about <sighs> Dude, the opening and the ending for a little bit. A script. Fuck a script. All right. Uh, okay. The opening, openings and endings. Uh, Let's talk about <laughs> openings. Do you just want one of us to start or what? Um, I don't know anymore. Um, I like the opening. Um, it was <laughs> it was absolutely electric. <laughs> um, you kind of felt every time it was coming on, you could kind of feel a little lead up to it. It it wasn't nearly as sudden as it was in the first couple of episodes when you started getting down the stretch, and Honestly, I, I kind of like crept towards the edge of my seat every time I anticipated it coming on around that about three-ish, three-and-a-half-minute mark. Well, I gotta tell you, boys, um, being that I like manga a lot, having the black-and-white shit from the manga, and then they animate it, is very good. You know what? This might be bold, it, it's probably even wrong, but if this entire... <laughs> I'm thinking about this now, and that it, it, it's too bold to say, and I don't think anyone would actually do this, but I don't think it would have been the worst if this entire thing was just animated in black and white. I disagree. I liked the use of color. I also disagree. The color was good, but this just felt nice. Sorry, you guys. Hate manga. Um, no, it's... I, I it would specifically like the shoes. The color think, added stuff is huge, but I would not have minded it. Give me some 1960s Astro Boy. Um, Don't worry, uh, the Uzumaki yeah, anime is going to be list. black and white. It was it was real good. Um, it's very nice. Also, I don't care about Uzumaki. Uh, overrated in my opinion, but again. Yeah, just like Back Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Seeing, seeing pencil work. <laughs> Matt, you didn't call. You didn't even put that on your overrated list. You put it on the bad list. I, no, I'm pretty sure I didn't. I don't know which one it was actually. I, I I'm forget. almost positive but it was point overrated. Is, the pencil work and the OP, I really liked. It's nice, and then the hype, the hype song, good stuff. Good work. Uh, whatever the fuck the name of the studio is. Tatsunoku production. Yeah, I, I said it like 12 times. Um, what about you, Alex? You uh, you seem pretty eager to talk about this opening before you were not only steamrolled by me, but then by Jake. Uh, I really appreciate that the opening is in black and white. I think that's a good touch, just like how the great teacher Onizuka one is. Um, but also lyrically, I really like how it applies to the show. Uh, anytime that happens with the OP, I just... It's real fucking nice, boys. And I like that it's kind of punk rocky. 
That's exactly fucking, something I was going to say. I yeah. like the punk rock vibe. It's, I like the little bit of like anti-establishment feeling you got from it. Uh, it's plain and just, simple. He just doesn't give a fuck. It's just a nice kick-ass opening, and that's that's good to have. Uh, and then the ending was okay. What about the ending? It was all right. I mean, lyrically, it still fit, but it's not it's not as good as the OP. It, it had a very yeah, I don't different know why energy. Car. Like, why are we in the car? <laughs> I mean, like, why not? I don't know. It was just like POV. You're driving on the wrong side of the road. <laughs> Here's this cool song. <laughs> it started with a bird. It's all about freedom. And, you know, birds are free. You're free to drive on whichever side of the road you please. And it's, it's definitely not the OP. It's, <laughs> but, uh, Glad we talked about that. Now, Matt, t- give us uh, your brief, uninterrupted telling of what happens in Ping Pong. Well, my brief, uninterrupted synopsis of what happens in the show. Not super detailed, but more of a preface to discussion. Um, it's, it's a story that really covers the span of about two, maybe two and a half years with a lot of flashbacks and ending with a pretty significant time skip as far as an epilogue goes. Um, About two friends and some of the notable players they meet along the way in their journey to become ping pong masters. Now, at times, often one of them is... I don't know how to phrase this. Uh, At times, one of them will lose their way uh never at the same time when one of them is becoming disillusioned with the sport the other one becomes begins to thrive which is pretty wild uh so that's something i like but um it's all about finding out what your limits are and not surpassing them because plain and simple there there's a talent minimum when you want to become great at something if if you don't have the talent, hard work won't get you there. Um, something, something, something. In the words of Kevin Durant back when he was likable, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. And we saw that very early on when we first were introduced to Kong. Uh, main character Pekko is incredibly athletic, incredibly talented, but, you know, it's he's raw. He's not very refined. Uh, he... He tries to play against Kong, who is a former professional and is just that, very, very refined. And he gets completely skunked. Um, It's it's not even remotely close. It is completely traumatizing for this young man. Uh, he, He more or less gives up on the sport entirely. And, you know, I mean, wouldn't you? Uh, got a little bit lost here for a second. Something about Kevin Durant. Uh, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. We don't need everything, Matt. Just give us yeah. a brief rundown. <laughs> um, but then conversely, the exact opposite of that is when we see Sakuma play against Smile. Uh, Sakuma is... You know, he, he's the hard worker who doesn't have immense talent, and he gets absolutely obliterated. 
and he also quits. And it's because he just didn't have the talent, whereas Pico had the talent, but he wasn't a hard worker. So it's it's pretty clear at this point that you have to have both. And that that kind of brings us to Kazuma, who's another major name, uh, another big player, if you will, not not just in name, but also in stature. Um, this man exudes greatness, plain and simple. Uh, I'm pretty sure his dad jumped off a cliff in front of him when he was a kid. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, like they're kind of vague because <laughs> he's very adamant about people can't fly. Uh, so that's a weird one. Fly. But this is a man who he has the talent. He is a hard worker. And not only that, but he wants to win. That is, that's the final ingredient that we, we really don't see from Smile, who is a hard worker, who has the talent, but he's not driven. Uh, we well, get a whole also, arc where he's... Yeah, do your thing. There's a secret ingredient that you also need to, to truly succeed for greatness at any sport that uh, Cosma does not have. And it's, it's something that some of the characters have, and you can definitely tell which ones do, and then some of them just don't have it. Um, but we can talk about that later. Well, yeah, it's a love of the game. That's that's all it is. You got to have a passion for what you're doing, which is uh, Kazuma is driven to win, but he's not playing because he likes ping pong. Uh, he repeatedly says it's for the team. You know, his Caillou Academy. Uh, not a small bald boy, by the way. It's a large. It's a bunch of large bald boys, and they all wear purple all the time. Um. I mean, that's the thing is, I I like how each of the characters highlights, you know, like, oh, we have everything, but we're missing something. And then when it all comes together at the end, uh, you know, Pico, as as fucked up and weird as he is, he, he becomes that perfect mix that. Uh, now, now we're still in the, the synopsis here. That's the synopsis. Now, this is this is personal opinion. No, that's synopsis. What? He's he's the embodiment at the end of everybody put together. That's that's the end of the synopsis. Nobody gives a fuck about the way they get there. It's that's the synopsis. I don't think we ended at the right point because nobody's the embodiment of everybody put together in this show. Everybody's their each individual person. No, yeah, at the end when uh, when Pico's playing against Smile. Can we try this again? Yeah. Are there any moments in the show that particularly stood out to you? Because I, I very much don't care about the plot. I, I assume everybody's already seen the show and knows the plot. Yeah. But so key points, know, a couple of you you get the important yeah. bits. Um I I kinda wanna talk about each character's like Storylines. I'm um, starting with Smile and Pecco. Um, to well, be I honest, had overarching. Talking... I had an overarching comment about the storyline that doesn't go too into detail, but um, I personally, you know, it's fun when something misleads you a bit, right? Like uh, Matt's famous Gurren Logan's good because you get misled kind of thing. Uh, we we open with our boy, uh, Pico, but 
then it sort of like branches off into uh, Smile's story a little more, and it seems like it's going to be more about Smile and his success. But it turns out we go back to Pico, and it's really about like definitely both of them, but definitely Pico coming back more into it. Whereas I thought he was just going to be supporting little talent took him as far as it could and then he burns out kind of thing and we're going to be about smiles challenges more so and like his sort mm-hmm. of envy i did not expect pico to like come back and have a big success arc so that surprised yeah. me and i liked that yeah i was actually expecting um pecco's knee to kind of bust uh, in their match, that kind too. of like the, kind of like the inverse of uh, Joe and the CEO's match back in the day, because it was essentially the same situation. Um, but no, I just really liked how we we spent like equal amount of time with both characters, like throughout the episodes, and how we really get to see them like each like change like around each other, like using ping pong as like the conduit for like actually expressing their emotions. Cause as we all know, guys aren't normally great about talking about how they feel or anything. Um, so like, I feel like having the sport there as a conduit for not only these two, but like all the other characters lives to kind of like show us how they're feeling and where they're at and their mental states was, a, was very, was very nicely done. Um, a lot and i don't know i really fucking like the show a lot like there's a lot to a lot to say um about it like kong story god fuck me dude kong from going just from just being like oh i just want to get back to china fuck all these japanese because like matt was saying like his mom coming visiting for the holidays i'm all like sitting around making wontons not gonna lie i teared up like i shed a little tear um Igami, the guy that lost to a, I want to say he lost to Smile at the first tournament. Um, he's like, oh, I yeah, give up on ping pong, did. and how he just kind of goes, yeah, and how he just kind of goes around and like, you know, tries to find his own place because you know what he thought he was, you know, destined to do or like was the right path for him. He's like, oh man. I faced this one hurdle in life. I guess I'm going to go try something else, which is something that's pretty real. And, you know, it takes them till the end of the show yeah. to realize, you know, your place was here all along. You oh, know what? I, um, maybe, a little bit of maybe. significance to Igami is that at the very beginning of Smiles, like, I am a robot. I don't care about ping pong, but I'm just going to keep winning arc mm. is that's when Igami is like introduced and beaten. And right at the end, when Smile suddenly smiles again, and he's like, I love ping pong, is when Igami in the stands is like, oh, fuck, dude, I love ping pong. So yeah, I think I, uh, he adds some nice commentary to it. You know, as I think about it, I think Matt might be more Igami than Smile. Because I do recall us going to a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. And he'd just lose once, and he's like, well, fuck this. <laughs> well, because I was very specifically told, if you lose more than once, you don't top, and you don't get to go to fucking whatevers. No, I just meant when you were like, fuck every tournament after that, too. Though. Oh. I mean, 
Yeah, I realized I wasn't good at it, and my. But what if that guy was just? I can't. What if, what if fucking? I'm not the hard worker with no talent. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not the hard work with no talent, and I'm not the talent with no hard work. I'm I'm bad at Yu-Gi-Oh, and I didn't try hard to get good at it. But for some reason, I knew a lot of the effects of cards that nobody used, but then somehow became relevant years later. Yeah. So maybe I'm. Uh, change. Yeah, maybe I'm not represented well in this anime. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and then Kazuma's story, I I thought was also pretty interesting as well. You know, because the whole time he's like presented as you know like the best he's on the olympic team and but you know he won the olympic gold in singles but the team didn't accomplish much around him at the international tournament yeah so like he's he is the best in the world allegedly as far as you know table tennis players go um i I don't know if it was just junior olympics like underage or in general but I forgot an extra note of why Matt likes Kazuma, and it's the standing in the bathroom, flushing the toilet, just <laughs> chilling there. Thing. Yeah, I don't know if he's so much chilling there as he is like dreading. Well, he's to definitely go play not chilling. He's definitely not chilling, but <laughs> yeah, but that is relatable. I definitely, I know before like big events or anything, I definitely have to go like nervously use the bathroom all the time. Well, is is he using uh, it? I don't think he ever. Sh- I mean, I don't think they're gonna show him shitting. But he's just standing in there. Fucking. Uh, we know he flushes the toilet. That's all. Yeah, we don't see look, him sit. I mean, we don't see him piss. It's possible just he just flushes. I'm just saying the amount of ping pong matches that he actually plays. You know, at some point in time, he he definitely had a pregame poop in there at least once. Yeah, at least well, that's just natural, dude. Have you ever had to poop? He goes in and sport? takes one massive poop before the tournament and has to go try to flush it down between every match. <laughs> dude, God, did you guys here. wait, Alex? Did you play? Did you play uh, sports when you were like a little kid? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I used to play sports. Did you guys ever have to shit in the middle of a game? All the time. Yeah, Dude, that stuff yeah, was horrible. Not... You'd have to like you'd have to like walk off the field and everyone knows what you're about to go to. <laughs> Cause it's like if you had to pee, yeah. they'll just tell you to like run into the woods or something. So everyone knows you're going to take a steaming pile. And it's just yeah. No, I'm, I have uh, a very vivid memory of trying to get into a porta potty with shoulder pads on as a young boy. <laughs> Dude, I had to undo the fucking football pants with the belt that I didn't quite understand, <laughs> but I knew like about how to get it back on. And like, you gotta fucking those pants are so tight, you gotta like pull them down, and your thigh pads. Well, that's fall the out. worst part. It's is like you have nightmare. to shit with a sweaty ass. Oh, like the dude. wiping is terrible. And then you're, like, scared your helmet's going to, like, roll into the puddle of piss if you put it on the <laughs> you ground. You brought your helmet into the bathroom with you? I'm not going <laughs> to fucking leave it outside the bathroom, man. Just leave it on the bench. I'd carry it. What the fuck in a game? <laughs> they have little things for you to put your helmet on specifically. I don't know what kind of privileged place you have, Matt. 
Sorry but for yeah, coming so from Smiles, New Jersey. Uh, yeah, so Smiles arc, whenever he's really just going on a tear of just kind of kicking everybody's ass and Pekka's, you know, off on the beach eating chocolate, getting fat. Um, and drunk, I apparently. I think those Valentine's and, Day yeah. chocolates had, like, something in them because he was stumbling. Yeah, yeah I am not... What, was it just like a sixth sense that Hoshino knew that his friend was in trouble? Like, um, I guess. It, well, that's, that's to... kind of like what we're led to believe. It's like the whole point is like enter the hero or, yeah, you know, you chant hero... this three times whenever you're in a pinch and I'll, and I'll yeah, show up to comes. help you. Yeah. Um, I mean, from I, Planet I Ping Pong, by the way. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. whenever we got the full reveal for that, that was such a good episode. Well, I liked uh, all the 11. little parts that they included that in, but like the final part when we saw like enter the hero and Kazuma broke out of the bathroom and started flying. Um <laughs> I I really liked that part, but that had like heavy devil man crybaby energy as far as the animation and art style goes. Hey, same I felt director. like that that was one of the few times where they like they sprinkle in little hints of something and it doesn't feel like a massive waste of time because it's not taking up that much time or attention. It just seems like smiles like little fucking weird sports quirk. And then they actually well, like, like, yeah, even if throw, it didn't add up in the uh, end, I would have been okay with it, but it yeah, ended it up being like, really something. It didn't ever like make you th- like, you're kind of curious about it, but it's not ever like the, what the fuck, why is this here? And then the big reveal, like, really pays out. Whereas in a lot of other times when they try to do the the little hints of something into big reveal, it's, like, really fucking stupid, and the big reveal isn't as deep as the writer thought it was. <laughs> so no, I, I think the show's, like, appropriately deep for for everything that it has. Yeah, I appreciated that actually paying dividends for like and like the because it's like one out of ten times where that actually pays off, right? And I especially like the part where, like, even in the moment, it was still tied into what was happening. Um, he he did the enter the hero thing when Pico was first like skunked by Kong and started his own tangent or whatever, and then got into the like kind of pivoted into the. Like, the hero's not coming, I am the hero, when he started turning around his match. I think this is actually one of the few things that I can put on a list of, like, this might be better when I rewatch it, knowing everything now. And, like, I think it will be... This might be the most rewatchable thing we've covered. Right. um, Other than maybe some, like personal uh, stuff well you're on your own on that one i've seen that i've seen part three twice and that is more than enough for me i mean but, this, um, this is up there with skate for me like, i think in terms of like something short enough that i can rewatch. for context i fucking hate rewatching stuff by the way i think the only thing that was bearable to rewatch for me was like I St- Steins Gate I loved rewatching because it had been like a good enough amount of time and I wanted to go back and sit through that. But even like even some of my favorite stuff, I do not like rewatching it. Um, that is probably part of why 
part one of JoJo's was so unbearable for me because that one was very memorable because of how much it dragged the first time. So I'm going to rewatch it again, dude. Fu- or not part one. Sorry. <laughs> well, I, yes, part one, but also I meant part one of season three. But uh, yeah, just up until it was about to get really good. Part, season <laughs> one of part three. God fucking damn it. Fix yeah. the JoJo just formatting. <laughs> this fucks the anime formatting. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm sure Alex, you lean kind of more in my direction with that, where like you have a couple of comfort animes that you can very heavily rely on. Yeah, yeah. There's a few shows that I would just like turn on if I just I'm like, damn, it's been a minute. Um, for some reason, Ava's on that list. Don't ask me why. Uh, I feel like all Ava fans like rewatching Ava. Look, we don't talk about why we rewatch Ava, all right? Everybody's got their own reasons. Well, yeah, but like that, that one doesn't seem like super unique. I think like most, unless you didn't like Ava when you watched it, but from what I've heard, most of the Ava appreciators, like that's towards the top of their uh, rewatch list. It's not a show that should be considered a comfort anime is all I'll say for sure. That's Um, fair. I have heard it's quite dark. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, that JoJo's uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. Um, a oh, few a others. Yeah, I just like to throw those on in the background, you know. You know, maybe once a year or so I'll rewatch them. Uh, Monster Musume as well. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, no, this oh, show is incredibly uh, rewatchable, um, which is rewatchable and bingeable, which is something that I appreciate, um, honestly, because, like, every character to some degree is pretty relatable, honestly. I, I think it really um, captures human emotions like pretty well overall, um, oh. which I just love. It's a very personable show. I have not, I have not rewatched it, but Bacano I would definitely put on a list of things I wouldn't mind rewatching. That would be I nice to guarantee you. Bacano is better the oh. second and then third time you watch it. Is that why you snubbed it, it and then put it on your fucking underrated list? Well, because I watched it a it second time. Seven point five underrated. And then I watched it a second time. What, and what then is it you now? didn't revise your score. You had a because well, I didn't watch choice. it until after we had the chance to revise scores. The second right, time fine. was post season one award ceremony ceremony and pre season two episode one JoJo's. So what's your Bacchino score now, Matt? Give it an 8.8. 8. Right. That's what I like to fucking hear. That's Can we, like, legally yeah. change it because of this being, like, You can change live. whatever the fuck you want on your personal list. We just well, can't go back and redo no, an, award we give it an award Can we give it an award now? It got an award. I mean, yeah, it got the, it more got the... Uh, pretty sure it got the OP award. Oh, yeah, Guns N' Roses is so good. <laughs> Um, I'm fairly certain. Point is, now the world knows how I feel about Bacchino. Okay. Second watch. But yeah, Ping Pong um, is joining my list of like four things that I can rewatch because not only like even if it was 24 episodes, it would probably be on that list. Um, just because for one, anything that gives me a reason to rewatch it is nice. 
because like I don't I don't understand people that can rewatch stuff that doesn't have like those things that you don't know until the end. I've heard Gurren Logins like that where that beginning like ten episodes or so, particularly the Kamina bit, is a lot more interesting when you find out what happens later on. Yeah. Um is. JoJo's I definitely hear from almost all JoJo's fans that part one through three become a lot better when you watch <laughs> or, sorry, when you watch or read the rest of it, huh. um, not so much for part one. I, but like part two and three, I hear that people enjoy rewatching those a lot. Um, as they like get through all of JoJo's, it makes them appreciate them more. Are, which are I can we done with see. mind control in JoJo's now? Like, probably not. No more flesh buds. I'm pretty sure with the most recent part, it's actually becoming more prominent. Son of a whore. <laughs> But you're not ever going to get there, Matt. That's not going to get adapted until like 2030 at earliest. Oh, thank God. That's like part eight. We're just now, I think we're just about to get part six adapted. Long before Antibodies becomes entirely self-contained and I can sit at my desk like a fat cat while someone younger with more charisma than me records episodes. um, What else did we want to talk about in ping pong? I personally, like... uh, I thought the tournaments were pretty cool given like how cliche tournaments are in this. I thought they were like, they were paced well. You know what I really fucking liked? They didn't drag out the fucking matches, dude. I don't need to sit here and watch these middling goddamn trades. Like, you know, we see like the first three serves, we get what's important and then they show us the final score and we're on to the next thing. Yeah. It's there's, I don't need to fucking, I don't need the five minute filler. I think part of that might just be that they only had 11 episodes to fit all this in. And this might be one of the one times where that like served to their benefit because they didn't get to do what a lot of sports anime does, which is drag out some bullshit that no one really cares about. Cause okay, I think unless you're like, can you imagine if well, every I... match had animations like Kazuma's matches against Kong? And it would have made that moment less impactful and probably deteriorated from the entire thing. <laughs> yeah. And also, but it would have been so pretty. Yeah. I also, I still think that the actual sport is like the least important aspect. And outside of like a few matches, most of the actual development and the story happens completely off the court. Well, that's yeah, exactly you could do... why I turboed through the air quotes synopsis because the story itself is kind of just kind of just like the boat for the character development to happen in it's the soup for all the ingredients to put their flavors into the story you could work around like just about any other sport and like the premise would stay the same ping pong works very well though because it's very believable because it's one of the few sports that um like japan and china are some of the best at in the world Whereas I shield twenty one, it's very confusing why they're playing football. Because <laughs> um, it's the best sport on the planet. I I I do think an I shield an I shield I do think an I shield twenty one version of like or like a ping pong with the I shield twenty one thing where Asian people have ping pong superpowers would be very good. Huh. As long as it's not racist, like I Shield Twenty One. Wait, Matt. Yeah, yeah, do you have the do you have the racist context for I Shield Twenty One, Matt? I don't. Okay, Alex, you're gonna have to cut this. But basically, being black is a superpower in I Shield Twenty One. What? 
Let me show you. I'm not the... cutting that. That can stay in. That can completely stay in. Yeah, I guess it's not racist. It's literally true. But, um. It's, it's literally in there. <laughs> like, there is. Uh, I'm not going to read this panel out aloud, Alex. If you want to do so, uh, feel free. I do not feel in good conscience that I should. But. Why, why can I read the panel out loud? <laughs> um, you get to read stuff that is discriminatory <laughs> towards you. However, if what I read it aloud, that is insensitive. God, I, I would love a football manga so much, but... Oh, no, iShield 21's great. I'm reading it right now. It's just... <laughs> what the do. fuck? <laughs> Muscles that what? This is this is very heavy Leonardo DiCaprio and Django Unchained energy when he cuts Matt, himself what? on that skull. Matt, I got to give you a real fun tidbit here as well. Uh, the guy that wrote oh this, uh, same same guy that wrote Doctor Stone. Uh, <laughs> a four point so... one second dash. Wait, where does it say that? Uh, the bottom oh, left yeah. corner. The bottom left. Yeah, when he be—that's his final time when he becomes the Ice Shield Twenty One. His that's... nickname is the fastest Black Panther above ground. Oh my god! Because apparently there are underground ones that are faster. I. <laughs> we need to do his more sports anime. There's so many. Fucking this is what I've been trying There's to tell so you. There's so many treasures in here. <laughs> Just wait but, uh, until the Air Gear episode. Yeah, so for context with that, Matt, that's why I'm saying uh, a ping, like a, a version of ping pong where it's like a bunch of white dudes and then oh there's God. just an Asian guy with ping pong superpowers. I love that they call themselves whites, but they still all have Japanese names. Um, well, yeah, they are. That It's like taking place in Japan. Yeah, but... It's a lot. I, I don't want to get too. I Anyways, wanna, yeah, we can. I, we we can hope move you on. find our it's... ignorance charming. But to my understanding, in the East, a lot of people just consider like that white, I guess. Like if like Asian and Caucasian is not like a separate thing. It's fine. It's I just confusing. don't understand things. I don't know a lot of things. But oh, my God, I shield 21 looks either really good or really bad or really Read good but also the really anime, bad at times they they four kids to the anime so read the manga <laughs> oh well it's probably good. for the best <laughs> wait I feel alex like, you can't alex I feel you can't like that's not the content I, I want my kids to consume <laughs> alex when i told you they took the racism out of anim- out of the anime you said you were more upset cuz they didn't <laughs> stick to their guns oh wait i did say that Okay, so I I can justify Alex's position, though. Like, that makes sense, at least, that, like, he's upset that they're hiding it. But at the same time, it's probably for the best that it's not being pushed publicly. I don't know. I mean, if you can overlook that, it's a very good manga, so... Maybe we'll look into it when I convince you guys to go down the sports anime hole with me. We're never going to discuss it. I can excuse racism, 333 but... chapters. 
um, us not Goodness talking gracious. very much about ping pong and the ping pong episode. Yeah, well, let's get back. Well, that's it's yeah. a mad episode. They, they kind we, of expected this. We have been literally uh, just I volleying. I don't know back how much there is to discuss, though. Well, this well, like plain and simple. Let's is, let's discuss what there is to discuss. Um, that's the. We we talked a little bit about the characters, I think we but did. there's there's a lot more to talk about the characters. I feel like we don't we don't have to though because you know they've seen the anime, they get it. I mean, I feel like Ideally. we've covered our thoughts for the most part, and I feel like while this is, it's good, um, and I I do want to praise it because I will say, uh, let's take for example some of the things that. Uh, it's hard to compare those because like it seems like a compression thing, but it's not, but they fit so much character development into 11 episodes. And it's great because they did it well. And like, how often have we seen like too many characters in like 12 episodes or even 24 and they don't flesh them out at all. And it's just shit, but they had a lot of characters and they did a lot with them. I think a lot of it was done par- like in parallel is the big thing. Uh, like when one character was going off on their growth, another character was specifically impacted by, you know, a meeting with that character who's beginning their arc. You know what? Ping pong might be ping pong. The animation might be the most efficient anime I have ever seen. I'll give it that. It's the smaller, more efficient anime. I- I don't know. It's incredibly efficient. What, like, I don't know what really has utilized its time better. I'll say, um, I do think that a lot of what I've seen, the the moment building was like worth the payoff and stuff. But with this, you start out, it's pretty hype, it's pretty cool. You get drawn into like the characters pretty quickly. There's interest immediately, and then it never really stops. You're just going, like. You know, you know when you get to go on like that smooth stretch of highway where you don't have to break for a really long time, it's just pleasant. That's what this is. You don't have to break until you're there. You get on the highway, you go, you're at your destination. We're getting off. And that like it's it's so fucking efficient, man. This is maximum efficiency right here. Well, much like a road trip, uh, there, there are always going to be some specific moments I think that stand out more than others. So, what, what were the highlights of your road trip through Ping Pong the animation, Jakey? Um, I guess if you, you asking, had to pick, yeah, like one or favorites? two, yeah, like one or two specific moments. I figure I'll reveal can, the moment before the characters yeah. so that we have our. Well, uh, that's what moment. that's what we're doing is moments. Yeah, yeah, moments. So. I'll. <laughs> there's a lot of good ones and this doesn't quite align with some other stuff but I think my favorite moment is like when Smile learns to shit talk cause it's like (laughs) dude I love that that's my shit like what Hoshino does like when he shit talks that's how it's done I fucking love it I I know we got little babies now they don't you like need the shit another three hundred years but, before you can challenge me, dude. It's like it sounds cheesy. It kind of reminds me of the Doctor Stone, where he's like, "I'm one billion percent sure." But uh, the fucking like 
it's a good it's a good line. It's not too like corny or kitty, but like the shit talk in sports, it needs to be there, man. And like games too. Like I I'm a shit talker. I'll admit it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And fucking so for some context here, if you didn't see the March comes in like a lion thing, but I play I, I don't play anymore because I'm too fucking busy doing other shit and I value my mental sanity. But I played TFT at a high level for like um a little over a year and I was a constant shit talker, which I, I from what I heard they might be disabling that feature because there's no reason you should be able to talk in text chat and TFT. But what do you mean? Like in every uh, there's like nothing to actually communicate with. Alex. Hey, give me Darius. Why you know give me Darius? N word, N word, N word. Well, they're disabling hey, like the it all hasn't chat. Been that racist lately. I they're mean, it's pretty bad. They're disabling match chat in league, and I don't know if that's going to carry over to TFT since that's technically match chat since it's a free for all. Um, Wait, they're disabling all chat. All chat, like, like just the between slash all. teams, yeah. not like you team chat is still there. They're they're killing Why? toxicity. That's... No, bad. Uh, because ninety percent of bands are because bad. of all chat. No bad. Also, no, bad. they they don't want you saying jungle difference. But uh, we can use that oh, as an example no, but that's because the whole, that's the whole point of the game. Like, if I'm not playing league, when, if I can't shit talk the enemy team. No, I you teach get both crabs type jungle diff die while typing jungle diff. Yeah, when when Matt <laughs> was playing yes. jungle or support it's my experience. to teach him, when Matt was playing jungle or support to teach him to shit talk. Whenever he like hit a hook on Blitzcrank or we successfully worked a gank, I'm like Matt, put a question mark in the chat. Put the question mark in the chat. <laughs> Fucking classic. I do it. Uh, and then when and- we four man their blue buff. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Put a question mark so in the chat. <laughs> yeah, that's like the constant thing. And like it's nice. Like you just you do it. It's you gotta have confidence. You gotta have that like thing. Yeah. And it like it adds stakes too. Cause the amount of times where I'm like, Matt, we shit talked. We can't lose now. Like we have to try. <laughs> there is no losing with honor after you put a question mark in the chat. Yeah, it's like Matt, after I shit talk I do it. There was a long time in Overwatch where we just had given up on trying, but we were like, whenever there was a game where someone we didn't like was there, and we'd like shit talk to them, and um, then Matt was like, dude, I don't feel like trying anymore. These people don't deserve to win. I'm like, Matt, we already shit talked. We've got to win now. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. It ups the stakes. Like Sometimes when I'm watching sports, I don't care unless I'm betting on them, so sometimes I'll bet on sports. That's like my bet in my own games. It's like, I'm going to shit talk this guy because I'm confident I'm going to win. <laughs> it's just, it ups those stakes. And so when Smile learns to shit talk, it was like my little Matthew learning how to put the question mark in chat because he's like, uh, fucking what Sakuma, he like beats his ass. And then he's like, if you don't have the talent, you're never going to be good enough. So you might as well give up. And I'm like, yeah, Smile. Tell them what it is. It was something along the lines of like, those that aren't talented should just give up. It doesn't matter how hard you work. You're just wasting your time. Yeah. It's like, 
and throughout he just gradually grows with his shit talking. He's like BMing him. He never quite gets to Hoshino's level, but you know that's Hoshino's quite hard the fucking to do. goat, dude. Yeah, dude. He Hoshino's like sitting. Hoshino's down O two talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's on like, a bum knee with third. a brand new paddle. He's like, hmm? uh, with a meme paddle, not even just a brand new one. He got it yeah. from a thrift store because, like, last second, so he could switch the grip back and forth. And Kazuma was predicting it the whole time. So it's like, it's like running a meme build in League of Legends, but then it turns out all the lifesteal bullshit you put into it is just hard countered by the fact that they always buy, like, thorn mail or something. Anyways, yeah. Alex, what's what's your favorite moment? Aatrox and Descent. That's what it is. Oh, God. Um, my favorite moment overall, that's really hard to um, say, but it's probably... This is going to sound weird, but like the ending, one of the ending moments where it's everybody kind of, where it's just kind of the same phrase, like, what does ping pong mean to you? And it's like going around to each of the different characters, like as it's being like asked, I guess. Like, I really fucking like that moment um, a lot. And then, of course, um, finding, uh, you know, seeing the picture of Smile actually winning the child championship. Um, over Pecco and him like actually smiling and us learning that that's why he's called Smile after all. That was also very cute. Yeah, I uh, I think my number one moment above all was uh, it's probably when everybody was obsessing over the Poseidon brand shoes because they were you know, they showed up in the arena and there were mats at the inner high tournament. So everybody's buying the specifically brand mat shoes. Um, and then, you know, once everybody's inside, they see Kong, Kazuma, and uh, Tsukimoto or Smile. None of them are wearing special shoes. They're all just wearing their normal shit. Yeah, because good players don't care about mats. It's... uh. I thought it was hilarious, but also, like, it's it's incredibly real. Kazuma was paid to push those shoes in an ad, but he has no loyalty to Poseidon during the game. He's he's there to win a ping pong match, despite the fact that he fucking hates ping pong. Yeah, he's got no loyalty to this game at all. Um, at the end of so the day. I, that, that was just... It was funny to me. But it was also, it's it's super real. It's like, you know, oh, I, I need to get the high-end gaming PC shit. I need to get the ultra-glide mouse and the mechanical keyboard. And then, you know, turns out fucking uh, your favorite streamer has been playing on a potato computer in their cousin's basement all summer. But see, then you have Matt, checks, who, like, he doesn't know which peripherals he can he can short himself on, so he has, like, a $20 Amazon headset, and he can't hear shit. That's not true. <laughs> My headset's pretty good. Is it? Did you get the a new one? The new one is, yeah. Oh, okay. 
Nice. Uh, no, um, I, I know the one you're talking about, the one that plugs into my Xbox controller that I had to get to two different adapters move. for so I could plug it into my computer keyboard. Goodness. Yeah, uh, I remember uh, that one. Whatever the shitty like $20 Amazon one was that looked like a toy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they all look but, like uh, toys. What about, is, is it favorite characters time, Matt? We can do favorite characters time. Um, I thought a least favorite moment would be something we could do. Uh, but also, I feel Not like very show. specifically, I have only yeah. one least favorite moment. And it was when Butterfly Joe asked Smile out on a date on Valentine's Day. I mean, yeah, we'll save least favorite. That was a little skip. weird. We'll save least favorite moments for, for like mid and shit shows. Well, but... that's that's it. I had to bring it up because that's one of my only gripes. Sorry, you don't love Grandpa Joe. <laughs> Sorry, I would not want to date my coach. He wasn't trying I've, to date. Uh, him. He was just giving him a gift. I've been the apple you of a coach's eye, and I promise you, it it was never romantic or anything like that. Well, um, okay. I'll go first since I went first for a moment. My yeah, favorite let's, character. Let's hear your boys. Big reveal. Um, Alex, what did you pick for me? Grandpa Joe. I picked Grandpa Joe. Matt, what did you pick? I picked. I know neither of them were right. I, I but think I, don't I remember picked what you Smile. Picked. Oh, yeah, you picked Smile. Okay, yeah. You should have went with the other one, Matt. It was, in fact, it oh, was. Chanel. Yeah, I, I had a feeling it would be Pecco, but I thought he was a little too cocky. <clears throat> nah, dude, Pecco reminded me too much of myself. Like, not as much as March comes in like a lion did with, uh, what's his name, Ray? Uh, yeah. But definitely, definitely still, uh, yeah, which I think is actually why uh, I really enjoyed this. I kind of expected going into it that I might like it more than March Comes in Like a Lion season one, but I feel like the the feelies from that one just hit more than the, the hype from this one did. So I'd say March Comes in Like a Lion season one slightly edged it out, and that might just be because Ray was very, very relatable for me, whereas this one, uh, Pico was somewhat relatable, but also... Very Not entertaining. nearly at the level. Yeah, he was also pretty entertaining. But, uh, again, very surprised at how they can have such a similar premise and give me very different emotions. Like That's completely... sports anime for you, baby. Yeah. Uh, but big reveal from you now, Alex. Let us hear it. Oh, well, I guess I would go second. And uh, this show is, this is probably one of the hardest shows to actually pick a favorite character for for me because I like all of them, but a whole hell of a lot. Honestly, like you could have said any character and I would probably say yes. That is a uh, good choice, but uh, my overall one uh, was actually Oba Tamura. No, my favorite one was uh, Obra Tamura. Wait, that was my uh, pick. Yeah, that was what you said. No one was going to pick. Your pick Jacob. <laughs> I didn't think that anybody. That's why would pick I said it, but overall, I'm going to pick it. 
Yeah, I said I'm gonna pick it. I'm like, it's fucking grandma. I had it after fucking two year yeah. eternity, dude. Um, that shit was so easy. <laughs> like you know, it's pretty. You know, she she really comes through, um, and she's pretty connected. Um, she helps get Pekka back on his ass, keeps the old childhood photo to be like, no, no, Pekka, this is why you're playing ping pong. Now go help your friend. He's literally hating what he's doing. Get off your fucking ass. I'm going to go smoke a cigarette. Like, I did so really, good. I did really like, I liked how she gave him a motto, and he kept it, the, the love you kid thing. That's yeah, like ultimate. It's so good. Yeah, like That's at like the second high, me. Uh, he, he kept saying <laughs> "Love you to Kazuma." When when someone That's flames like... me in Overwatch with Matt, there, I'll just start blowing kisses in the mic to him. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's pretty good, um, honestly. Like overall, and he's an impressionable yeah. young man who was being groomed by an older woman. She wasn't, now, she wasn't being framed. She was watching out for the relationships. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Stop she was literally just weird. watching out for a. Uh, yeah. She was watching out for the neighborhood kids. Um, oh, but, Matt, how about your, she your favorite character? She pulled him off the street when he was at his lowest point to turn him into an athlete for oh. her own gain. She blindsided him. She Sandra Bullock blindsided him. I don't think she did, um, though. She was. But yeah, that also, was not like she it was a lot. Knew, it was very yeah, wholesome. She, First of yeah, all, she they're both... knew that he had a talent. Complete, completely also, different situations. There, completely and different. <laughs> and also, he's not. She's not Nor selling they... the rights to make a movie about him. <laughs> <laughs> to literally profit off of being fair. a good person for a little bit, like once you start to profit off being a good person, you're really no longer that good of a person. Well, that no, way. she probably that seems a little too broad. Player, so there. I think that's a little too broad I, of a statement, Alex. I don't think good people should be no, like I'm, I'm poor. <laughs> no, if you're not destitute, I'm you're not, a scumbag. That's not. That's not what I said. Whenever <laughs> that's why I'm so poor. Whenever you're, whenever you're you said solely, you shouldn't like, profit from financialized. Um, no, but anyways, I said you shouldn't exploit got you recording. being a good person for profit. <laughs> you should that's not exploit your good deeds for profit. That yeah, is what I meant. Better. Matt's favorite character Don't in have... the entire Ping Pong the Animation series was, shockingly enough, Cosma Ryuchi. Yeah, one hundred percent. Let's fucking go. I mean. Not only is he a big bald bro, he is a big bald bro that is he, he he's not like stoic or anything. Like he has emotions. He's just so like dead and exhausted. Uh and he just sits there in the bath and ignores his girlfriend, which I think is a really weird scene that they call back multiple times that his girlfriend left him. Uh, what about you, dudes? Uh, tell me about your favorite characters. We already did. We already did. No, but tell me again, because god damn it. It's fine. Oh. No, I'm just playing. Yeah, it's fine. We got those. I'm, so, just, uh, I'm just playing. 
Matt, we need you to call it. Well, that's uh, that's about all that. So let's uh, let's get some scores on this bitch. Let's let's throw some labels at it, even. Uh, Alex, you want to go first, or you want me to? You can go first. Yeah, let's let's hear well, Alex because Jakey gets to present the next episode. Well, Alex, I guess you're going first. Um, you know. I think ping pong is pretty great um, all around. I'm going to definitely rewatch this again and recommend it pretty heavily. Um, with that being said, I don't think it's like a perfect piece of, uh, you know, fiction. It did, it did touch me um, pretty well emotionally, and I'm sure on rewatch my score will go higher, but for now I'm going to go with nine volleys out of ten. You made it sound like you were going to give this shit a seven. What? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't... It's definitely better than good uh, <laughs> by a lot. Um, but I don't know if I would call it a masterpiece after rewatching it a couple of times. I was just expecting lower after the preface there. You made it, you made it sound like it's going to be like... That's normally your preface for like a seven. Oh no! I fucking love normally this show. a nine. You're like normally a nine. You're like raving over it, like Mononoke or Princess Mononoke. I should say it's Mononoke is a completely different anime, but which I would also Mononoke rave about. An all-time cult classic, though. So it's but yeah, when you gave that one a nine, you were like raving on it, and then you're like, you know, it seems a bit low, but I'll give it a nine. But um, I personally i'm gonna give this um wait what was the know? scale oh shit the metric is the one i'm stumped on right now yeah because like i'm gonna give this eight and a half bald-headed boys out of ten <laughs> not bad i appreciate it i appreciate it i how about you man i liked it it's gonna seem a little it's gonna seem a little weird because uh, that's actually higher than what I gave March Comes in Like a Lion Season 1. But through that, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I rated that too low. So I had well, to move that we'll up. We'll bring that back up in uh, March Comes Like a Lion Season 2's recording, I suppose. Yeah, Matt, tell us your score. Well, it uh, it did not take a whole lot of deliberation. It's It's something I very, very thoroughly enjoyed. Um, between not just the visuals, but like the, the auditory stimulus, like all the music, uh, even just throughout the series, not even the OP coming up every time that I refused to skip. Um, it, it just had me, it had me by the testosterone production glands. That's really what it was. Um, and it was a very familiar story too. So that, that got me by the heartstrings. Uh, so it'll make you laugh, it'll make you cry, and it'll make you, uh, foam at the mouth because you're pogging so hard. I'll give it 9.5, um, I don't know, I guess unstoppable serves out of 10. Cute little callback to, uh, smile teaching those kids how to 
Yeah. Be the best. Well, uh, yeah, overall, I'd say ping pong was very enjoyable. Uh, I kind of liked that it was sort of like what we got with skate, but it had um, what I think was like a bit better character development. We didn't have the whiny bitch recce arc, uh, which I like. We just a lot. didn't witness the and whiny then, bitch recce arc. We we were alluded well, to it existing in the background. I mean, like Hoshino kind of is being a whiny bitch, but it's not nearly to the extent where Recky goes because he's never like, I'm not going to be friends with Smile anymore. I'm holding them back. That was a very unenjoyable part of Skate for me. Um, and also, Recky ends up winning in this one rather than just an ambiguous little skate off into the distance and it's like, it doesn't matter if you win. It's all about having fun. Because fuck having fun. There's no fun in losing. Mm, final thought, yeah. They use a good amount of English in here. Um, which yeah, dude, especially always in the titillates dub. me. <laughs> uh, no, like in the sub. It, it very much titillates me. a joke. Um, <laughs> but also, um, Kong's character is actually speaking Chinese, which is something I appreciated. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I got excited about that. I don't know why. I don't speak Mandarin. Except for in fucking Funimation, they put the Funimation dub or the Funimation sub over the Chinese subs that are already there. <laughs> <So>. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Which is very frustrating. <laughs> but no, Kong it's and like his Chinese speak... with extra steps. Yeah. But yeah, no, Kongen is a coach speaking Mandarin in both versions is a very nice touch. I love that. Yeah. Well, um, I think we're wrapped up on this now. So I think we can thank our listeners for sitting through this episode. Uh, we know it was a little messy, but as is to be expected with a sports anime that we all liked. Led by not other half than boy, as Matt. messy as the attempt to record it. So, don't feel yeah. too bad about that. <laughs> but, um, it's a mad episode. It's always a hard time. Somebody ask me what we've got next week. Oh, man. If only I could go back in time to where I remembered when we put down the list for next week. What are we watching next week, Jacob? Well, Alex, let are me tell watching you. watching Link Click if... next week? What the fuck? You're going to feel real nostalgic because the time travel works exactly the same. <laughs> they touch each other and they go back in time. <laughs> but he can't go into other people's bodies. Uh, we're that, watching that Tokyo already Revengers. makes it better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Tokyo, Tokyo Revengers. Revengers. Let's go. He's, Let's go. He's going, back, he's going back 12 years to middle school, SM. Uh, oh, is this going to be like Mushoku Tensei cringe? No, not at all. No finger is, banging uh, of underage girls? This well, is I mean, one of the most underage. popular... Yeah, this is one of the most popular shonen manga in Japan right now. Um, or actually, I think it's more of a seinen. But it's one of the most Ooh, popular manga spooky. in general in Japan. But yeah. Oh, it is a shonen. This is weird. There's some stuff, whatever. It's very popular, though, um, which has made me want to watch the anime and probably pick up on the manga where the anime left off. I would have just bought the whole manga and read it, but it does not have an English publication because Kadansha said, fuck you. Um, 
not actually. It's just COVID. But um, I'm excited for this. We were going to watch it in season one of Antibodies, but it was not finished. So it finished like two months ago, a little like one and a half months ago. So yeah, right after season it. change. Yeah, we're going to cover it. It's going to be good stuff. Hope you boys are uh, excited. It's got gang like a good members, deal. Matt. Yeah, we get gang violence. Man, I yeah, love me some good old gang violence. There are a lot of people just needlessly getting the shit beaten out of them, Matt. So I think you're going to like that. Uh, you I'm, know what? I'm I'm open to it. I can deal with time travel if it's if it's not done so poorly. Uh, in the right, sorry, in the right, in the right vein of time travel. I can deal with time travel in the right vein. Did you watch Erased, well, Matt? I did not. You, uh, uh, maybe don't watch Erased, Matt. You know what? I Thank think Erased is very good, and I do not understand your hate for that. I know it had something I, to do with I, the ending. I didn't but... say I hate it. I just, I don't think Matt would like Erased. Was the ending I think erased? Matt would love Erased. What? You know Matt better, so Matt, maybe watch Erased. Yeah, we've we've concluded you don't know what we like and don't Hold like, on. Mister. What, They're going to hate Flowers of Evil. We don't need to talk about Erased at the end of this episode. Um, yeah, we can just erase that out of our memories. <laughs> yeah. But uh, aside from what we'll be watching next week, more time travel. We uh we oh. also have a movie night coming up in which we'll be watching Ping Pong the Animation the movie. Not really. <laughs> that was not what I thought you were going to talk about. I thought you were about to talk about something that I thought you didn't know about, Matt. But uh, Well, why would you think I was You know what? Well, I'll let you talk about the thing you didn't think I knew about that you thought I was still going to talk about anyways. Well, next week, hopefully Matt can join us on a Friday. Uh yeah, dude. Fuck Friday. I'm there. We'll be releasing a bonus episode with a special guest from the, the Shonen Flop podcast. Um, what was the movie we were doing? Wolf oh, Children. Wolf. Yeah. Yeah. We will have special guest David from Shonen Flop joining us to watch Wolf Children. See what he thinks of it. Uh, if you don't know what Shonen Flop is, it is a podcast about Shonen manga that flopped. Uh, yeah, so, recently you know, they. It's, uh, in, it's interesting. Man, I sure am glad they didn't do an Air Gear episode. That got like thirty <laughs> fucking volumes, Matt. What? Yeah, I wouldn't well, be. A yeah, flop. It, it didn't flop. That's that's the point. It's such a good shonen. Yeah, and uh, uh, you know what? We haven't decided on a date for the ping pong movie movie night, but. We'll post it in the Discord, which you can find it does need to happen. on our Twitter, which is at Annie underscore buddies, um, where you can contact us, send us any DMs if you have any questions. Um, we normally post like the Spotify episode link up there. Just, you know, drop us a follow. Um, yeah, if you want to reach us individually, you can check me out on the old Twitter at Doobie Howitzer. Um, instead of checking me out, honestly, I think I'd prefer if you sent me tips and tricks on how to make David like me. Um, <laughs> what about what about you, Jakey? Um, you find me on Twitter 
at Tasteful Toe Picks. You can also find me and see what I'm reading and what I'm watching and what I thought of it. You can find out how much I truly hated that fucking hunk of shit, Shoha Shoten, all sorts of stuff like that at myanimelist.net slash profile slash Bambi Raptor X. Um, yeah, watch Osama ranking. It is very good. It's what I'm watching right now at week to week. I've given it a 9 out of 10 so far. Nice, nice, nice. Um, and you can find me at Twitter, um, at Nyhauseppoli. I really just have lately been liking and retweeting pictures of Nico Robin. Sometimes that's just how Man's it be. Is horny. It's not yeah. even horny. It's just appreciation man's is for... mentally... Man's is stimulated in the brain. Monkey sees stimulation and says like. Um, and then, of course, you can reach me um, there. Or if you want to see, you know, whatever I'm watching, uh, myanimelist.net slash profile slash creampuffcoon. I update it uh, pretty much daily because that's about how long it takes me to finish a a 12-episode series because I have nothing better to do with my days, I guess. (laughs) Uh, Also, uh, Alex, I had a question for you real quick. Being the JoJo's expert that you are, um, Tokyo Revengers made me wonder this. Why are uh, Japanese men's, like, middle school outfits... Uh, why are the pants so baggy? Um, I think because uh, I noticed for Mr. For those, Josuke. I think for those two series in particular, it has to do uh, with the time period that they're set in. Because um, I know, like that was kind of the fashion trend, like in Japan around that time. For Tokyo Revengers, I have no fucking clue because it's supposed to be like mid two thousands, and they're straight looking like they're from nineteen eighty. So that one, I, I don't know, but I'm vibing with that aspect. Well, isn't like fucking JoJo's Part Four is like nineteen ninety nine? Yeah, but they're also supposed to be delinquents. So maybe it's just delinquent style. Wait, did you start part four? I've read the first three chapters. This guy intentionally nice. started part four without Damn. being required Why? to? Matt, you gotta fucking eat your ice cream <laughs> after you sit through fucking 48 goddamn servings of broccoli. Yeah. I, ice cream is cold and it hurts my teeth. Grow up. <laughs> Matt, do you like Italian food? I do like Italian food. We go to an Italian restaurant in part four. Uh, you know, I go to an Italian restaurant in real life. But they literally went to Italy in part two, and it wasn't great. Yeah, all they, got was, all they yeah, got all was of, the squid ink spaghetti. Oh, Matt, how did you feel about I kind of liked Lil Zeppeli. That's no, how'd you feel? You watched it dubbed, though. How'd you feel about his uh, voice actor? For oh, it was really Italian bad. Accent? It was so bad. <laughs> I was offended by it at first, but then I realized, you know what? This is this is not nearly as bad as like the English voice acting they do in the subversions. So, just Would you imagine. Be surprised if I told you that the Itali- the Caesar voice actor was not Italian at all? No way. Yeah, dude. No way. No way. No way. <laughs> But his name was Caesar Zeppeli. 
Yeah, dude. How could he not be Italian? Was my culture appropriated? Just the voice actor. I, I mean, oh, they're Matt, lucky you'll it was almost 40 five. years ago. They're all Italian. Oh, dude, no way. <laughs> yeah, they're all Italian, dude. Uh, Do they all sound like the Caesar in the dub? I haven't listened to the dub. Who the fuck I'm do you just, think I am? I'm just picturing a shitty mob movie with smelly fedoras. <sighs> You're pretty Dude, close. We, You're pretty close. We can only wish it would be as good as Iggy's voice. We need more Iggy, less Caesar. <laughs> Honestly, I kind of like Caesar's voice. I know it's not like the best, but it cracks me the fuck up. <laughs> so... I'll take I'll take a if you, I mean it's comedic. if you view it as a parody, it's great. But like going into it, like is. this is supposed to be their Italian. <laughs> their well, second one. The problem is also it's like super emotional and shit. He's like, he's plus fighting. he just goes around kissing women on the mouth out of nowhere. Well, he's got to transfer his okay, emotions. Like <sighs> Man, it's okay to sexually assault people. It's like the fifties. <laughs> uh, I I don't know if it was okay Italian. They that. love it. I want to yeah, say it's especially okay in that. Italy. Yeah, <laughs> when when you're an Italian, they just let you do it. Uh, he, you said the Anyways, thing. Yeah. Anything else y'all want to say? Any predictions for next week? Um, uh, I predict Tokyo Revengers is not going to be the most inspiring thing I've ever watched. Um, I'm actually from the future, and you give Tokyo Revengers a 10 out of 10. Oh, man. Somebody come over (laughs) here and dap me so I can go back in time and abort myself. (laughs) Same. Same. Um, But also, it's 24 episodes, so get get cooking, fellas. I'm going to start probably tomorrow. Yeah, I've already started. I'm about two episodes in. Yeah. Well, I think that'll be all from us. Uh, someone say that letter D. Drink letter some D. mo fucking water. Oh, I. Uh, well, yeah, I guess we got to drink some water.